from the podcasting studio in the Reynolds School of Journalism, this is Residual Culture. A media mixtape. I am Joey Lovato. And I'm Ben Birkenbein. We're talking about Star Wars, Ben. We are. In honor of the release of Solo, a Star Wars Wars story, (laughs) Uh, we thought we'd revisit or we thought we'd actually devote an entire episode to Star Wars, including some sort of contentious rank order, which will come later on in the episode. Yeah. Uh, And we'll have all sorts of playful debates today. Yes. Um... Let's, uh, I mean, I just gotta say, off the bat, like, Star Wars is, like, the reason I love movies. Okay. It really is. Like, Star Wars is, like, the first it's... movie that, like, I mean, and we'll talk about how we got into Star Wars later, but, yeah. No, Star Wars is, like, the reason I'm here today talking about movies with you. All right. Well, so, I like it. It's got a special place in my heart. I love Star Wars. Thanks, Star Wars. Yeah. Um, I spend my free time thinking about Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> there, there was a time that I, I also did. Yeah. Um, yeah, and we can talk about that too. But I think let's do this. Let, let's just warn people, or not even warn, but let's just say there will be no spoilers for Solo for Solo in this episode. But, but for all the other Star Wars movies, all the other Star Wars are fair game. So if you haven't seen those, we will talk about those, including plot lines, perhaps yeah. even but episodes eight and 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 Rogue One and Episode Seven. So like the newer movies, we will talk about. With that being said, if you do want our take on Solo and you have seen the movie replete with spoilers and everything else you can subscribe to us on patreon because our patrons will have access to our solo review yes our spoiler full review exactly so with that being said why don't we jump into uh what do you want to start with you Let's want just to start do a with... quick a quick re- not recap of solo but like just talk about what you thought in general terms here okay yeah in general terms i thought solo was actually Pretty darn good. I really liked Solo. I thought uh, it was really good. Uh, I think that, that being said, I do think that the, I still am not entirely sold on the main uh, actor who plays Solo. 50% of the movie, I was totally sold on him. 50% of the movie, I was like, mm, I don't know. Yeah, but but at the same time, uh, that being said, I think that like the aesthetic looks really great in the I movie. I think this is maybe the coolest looking Star Wars. Very cool. And they had some really great scenes. Oh, just yeah. Just like really great scenes. And I'm tempted to go off and talk about them specifically, but I would we'll just keep this general. Say really great scenes. Also, I have... Uh, Two, yes, two problems with the movie. If you want to hear about that again, head to Patreon. Yeah, uh, I also had two problems. They were not the same as your problems, although I agree with yours. Um, yeah. um, they didn't bother me as much, yeah. but yeah. One is very minor. The other one is just like... <laughs> I, okay. I will say, like, they went through a lot of behind-the-scenes problems with this movie, and I think that it shows a little bit sometimes. Yeah, yes, yes that's true. Um. But I will say, this one was written by uh, Kasdan, Lawrence Kasdan. Lawrence Kasdan. boy, and his son, John. Yep. And uh, I believe John wrote uh, Freaks and Geeks. Yes, and Lawrence Kasdan of Mumford fame. Yeah. Of, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Lawrence Kasdan's most well-known movie, Mumford. Mumford. <laughs> um, but yeah, his son did, uh, I think he has Californication and yeah. Freaks and Geeks and, and a couple other movies. But um, So the, the, the Kasdan boys, they wrote this movie, and it was directed by Ron Howard in the end. Yep, in the end, after <laughs> um, what, four is, are they were three, the fourth? three or four directors. Three or four directors. Yeah, yeah. So it was it was quite tumultuous. Yeah. But now, um, yeah, yeah, solo great movie. Go and see I'll, it. I'll also say with that, like I think it did come together pretty well. Yeah, uh, it, because of all that tumult that mm-hmm. happened, kind of behind the scenes. Yeah, the the action in this in solo is great, and so is the story. Yep, and it ties in well. And the comedy lands. All right. Yeah, and the comedy landed for me, yep, which I was surprised. Um, okay. Let's, Let's get into do it. it. Here, here's what I think what we're going to do. Like, <laughs> why don't we do a, a brief little segment talking about um, how you got into Star Wars because sure. you've already said at the beginning of the podcast that uh, Star Wars is the reason you love movies. It's the reason you're talking about movies. So how did it happen for you? And we should also remind people, 
well, we don't have to remind people, but um, we have very different timetable time. Yeah, you know timelines. Twenty three our... and thirty six. Yeah, but also <laughs> the fact that like you was you were saying before we started that like you grew up with the prequels. The prequels. I like was. Episode I, one, I two, don't and three. think I saw episode one in theaters because I think I was four, but I I might have, but yeah. I definitely saw episode two in theaters. Interesting. Uh, when I was seven, and I know I saw episode three in theaters too because when Chewbacca was in episode three, I got super excited and just screamed Chewbacca <laughs> in the theater. <laughs> And my dad was like, shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's nice, man. So those were the first movies you saw? Did you see no, those? Or do you no. you watched the original trilogy? I watched episode four, five, and six first. Um, okay. So I was four years old when I saw episode four. Uh, I was at my Aunt Deidre's house, uh, and my cousin Vaughn was really into Star Wars. Um, Vaughn is, I think he's like six or seven years older than I am. Um, and so he, yeah, he showed me episode four when I was like really little. And we, I watched it, and I was like, this is the coolest thing. Like, this is, this is the, I, I've never seen anything cooler than this. And I remember I would tell my mom when I was little, I was like, mom, make me a breather, like, uh, like Darth Vader. And so. Make you a breather. <laughs> yeah, she would, she would, I remember I would take, she, she gave me a, um, like an empty applesauce thing and I put holes in it and like put a string in it and like put it on my mouth and like wrapped it around my head and acted like I was like the stormtroopers or Darth Vader. Interesting. We always used to just, uh, talk through a fan. <laughs> yeah. Like if you have a rotating yeah, fan yeah. on in the summer, like, you know, do the, the Luke, I am your father line. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, no, I, I, I mean, I've been enamored with Star Wars since I was little. That was like the first movie I remember watching. It was, it's the first film I remember falling in love with. And, and then, you know, my dad like was like, oh yeah, sure. I like Star Wars. My dad loves Star Wars. And so we yeah. went and we went and saw, he, he, you know, he showed me episodes, uh, you know, one, two and three. And, and I grew up with one, two and three. And so I think they hold a special place in my heart that they don't for, People that like aren't like exactly my age. I think sure. like if you're like a couple years off, like they're kind of like if you're a little older, you're like, man, these are bad. But like when you're like seven, you're like, this is amazing. <laughs> Which is interesting because I was born right around the time that I guess uh, Empire Strikes Back came out. Yeah. Um, and I do also have like my earlier my early memories of Star Wars were being at like my babysitter's house. So I must have been pre five years old, yeah. like four or five years old. And um, my babysitter had three sons who were all older than me. And mm. her youngest son um, also had like Star Wars stuff around, you know, and so I saw it there and that kind of thing. Um, so that's how, that was like my initial exposure to Star Wars. And then I honestly can't even remember the first time I watched the movies, but I just have this like, memories of watching them repeatedly oh yeah Th that's the other I've thing seen like them so many times i've seen them so many times that i can't remember the first time i saw them but yeah. it was still around and then certainly when i was very young um return of the jedi was was released so within a, about a year or two of my birth okay um yeah so that's basically how i got into it did you do any other stuff like so what like you know, video games, uh, yeah. card games, like other well, stuff. I, actually, the first video game I think I remember playing, like thinking back on it, may be this game called Yoda Stories. I don't even know what that is. It's uh, it's like, <laughs> it's not very good. Okay. I, I mean, like, it's probably really hard to find, actually. What is it? What, what was it? Was it a PC the top, game? Or PC, what? top down, and you play as a Luke, you don't play as Yoda. Okay. And you just like have to like, you like, you move and like he moves like one block over. And like the whole thing is like, it's turn-based in that when you move, everything else moves. But like, okay, if you know what I mean, I don't know if you know sure, what I mean. Sure, yeah, I know what you mean. And then like, yeah, and you hit something like he just like this little lightsaber just like. <laughs> <laughs> Joey's like, making a little like, uh, just coming straight out. Like you know, yeah, with my arm. Shaking just kind of our <laughs> lightsaber. But yeah, so I loved that. And um, 
Yeah, I don't really remember it that well, but I, I played that. I played uh, Star Wars Rogue Squadron 2 on the GameCube was awesome. Um, and I love that. It's interesting because I, I think I had Star Wars Rogue Squadron for the Nintendo 64. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And so that game was great. Um, I played Battlefront 2. Um, mm. I've played some of the newer Star Wars games, unfortunately, which aren't very good. Um, yeah. But yeah, so I mean, I've been engrossed in Star Wars just like the, the media giant that is Star Wars. I mean, since I was a kid, I, I mean, I have, I probably have every movie poster on a shirt. I mean, <laughs> you know, I, I've got, I've got Star Wars posters hanging in my room. So what, what the other thing that I got into with a uh, group oh, of friends the books too. as well, um, yeah, I actually didn't get, I think I may have read like one Star Wars book. I read a couple um, Star Wars books I just, and I loved them. I just didn't, yeah, I just didn't really get into the books. But the other thing that I did was, uh, so as you know, uh, I played Magic the Gathering, yeah. a collectible card game. We also decided to play Star Wars, the collectible. Oh card yeah, game. I have a couple. I, I really? was too young to like know how to play it, but I have these cards, and I was like, "This is awesome." Yeah, so you choose to be either the light side or the dark side, and then you. Uh, I honestly don't know that I could play right now because I don't. I don't remember how to yeah. play, but I remember playing for a bit. Do you it still was, have your cards? I think I do somewhere. Yeah, play. I've got a Darth Vader. That was like my big. Uh, the big card was the Darth Vader card, so oh, I, would, yeah. I was always dark side. Yeah, nice. Uh, and Vader's custom tie. Right. It's also though the way that I learned the names for lots of different like, oh, like background characters, Neem Nub and stuff like that. Yeah, ne- or like ne- the ne- name the names of specific droids because oh, they'd yeah. have all their cards. And uh, I lost some of that knowledge uh, at this point. But yeah. yeah, in fact, one of my early um, bands was called Salacious Crumb. So shout out to oh, yeah. Evan, who's uh, Dirch's brother, actually. Yeah, so yeah. so you know, um, and he came up with the name Salacious Crumb that's for our band. That's great. Yeah. Uh, the first D and D campaign I ever played was a Star Wars themed D and D campaign. Does it? So if it's wait, we just played D and D, but we just like slapped a Star Wars skin on. That's it. what I'm wondering. Yeah, because like, is it still D and D if it's Star Wars? I guess not. I guess I it's, guess it's, it's a Star Wars. I played role a. Uh, I played a Wookiee who was just a monster. Just, I was sure. just like ripping. That, that makes sense. You know, I look at you, Joey, and I'm thinking like you're you you're a monstrous Wookiee. Yeah. Uh, that campaign ended with me flying a uh, star destroyer into a sun. <laughs> um, anyway. All right. Well. Let's 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 talk about Star. Okay, so like, yeah. What's crazy is Star Wars is so prolific. It's just it's been so part of my life for so long, mm-hmm. and I think you know it's been it's a big part of a lot of people's lives. And yeah. I think that that's what makes it so great. And it's just such a cool universe. It's it's infinitely deep. Um, very very cool universe. Yeah. Absolutely. And so let's rank the. T- so we're gonna we're gonna, we're gonna rank them. We're gonna do our rankings differently this time, though. We're not just gonna go through and talk about each one. We're just gonna give each other our rankings and then talk about it. Yeah. So we've we've decided to rank for this um, this little segment. We've decided to rank ten feature films. The the ten live action feature films of Star Wars. Exactly. These are like the the big ones. So and this this includes at this point episodes one through seven. Yep. No one. Through no eight. one through eight, plus Rogue One and Solo. Yes. So that's 10 movies. So Solo is included in our rankings, so I guess, you know, th- not that that spoils anything, but just to kind of see where it is. Yeah. Um, before we get started, I just want to say that um, I I struggled with this ranking. I didn't. Because <laughs> you said you, you think you thought about the ranking before, and it's... Well, I, this is like what I think about in my free time, like I said. Like, I've had this ranking in my head since I was 10. <laughs> so here, here's the danger. I'm just going to provide this as a caveat. The danger is that I have ranked certain movies higher on my list than maybe they actually deserve. Okay. The only movie that I think 
may move in my ranking is Solo. And it's only because I've seen it once and it's pretty fresh. So maybe it'll go down. Maybe it'll go up depending on like how. That, that's how. true. That 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 said, I also have a similar, I took a similar tactic to this ranking that I have done in the past, mm-hmm. which is like, I have very clear groups. Sure. Like, and then there's just some jumble and I, we could split hairs about which one deserves to be shuffled around in there. Yeah. But I have very clear early ones and then the reasons for that. And I think because there are so many reasons and there's so much to talk about, we should say our lists right now and then debate. All right, give me your list first. Okay, you want me to go from the last... I'll, I'll go from the, the worst to best. Worst to best. All worst right. to best. Sure. I'm, should I, I'll just rattle these off. Hold on, let me get my pencil so I can write it down. Yeah, so I was going to write yours down too here, so I'm going <laughs> to... All right, uh, go ahead. All right, so worst Star Wars movie, episode one. Okay. Episode eight. Yep. Episode seven. Uh, okay. Episode three. All right. Solo. Okay. Episode two. Okay. Rogue One. All right. Episode four. All right. Episode six, Return of the Jedi. Okay. And number one is Empire Strikes Back. Episode five. Our lists are very different. Okay, that's great. So why don't you give me your list? I'm going to write yours down. All right, ready? Yep. (laughs) All right, we're going to go worst to best also. Worst to best. All right. Episode eight, The Last Jedi is the worst one. It's by far the worst Star Wars movie. Okay. Uh, And then uh, Phantom Menace. Episode That's one. That's one. Okay. Is, is the ninth worst Star Wars movie. Uh, Attack of the Clones is eight. Uh, That's two? Yes. Or, just, yeah, the, episode, episode number. Episode yeah, two. just sorry. I'm sorry. sorry. Episode two. Uh, and then uh, The Force Awakens is next. Okay. That's seven. Yeah. And then um, we got Revenge of the Sith, episode three. Three. And then Return of the Jedi. And okay. then Solo. The Empire Strikes Back. Rogue One, A New Hope. So my three best Star Wars movies. Wait a second, you have okay. My three best Star Wars movies in order are A New Hope, Rogue One, The Empire Strikes Back, and Rogue One and The Empire Strikes Back are interchangeable for me. I think that they're both great. Okay, this is going to be great. Fun. <laughs> now, a couple things stand out to me. Yeah. Uh, number one, that we both have episodes one and eight at the bottom of our lists. Yes, I think that one. So let's talk about why. I'm gonna say right now. One is ten times better than episode eight. Episode eight is a terrible movie. All right. <laughs> um, episode eight sucks. Okay. So what do you, well, what do you want to say? Which one do you want to Which one do you want to talk about? Let's talk about episode eight and why I hate it so much. All right. Let's talk about episode eight. Give Give me the, the newest, episode eight. The newest take. The newest Star Wars movie in the 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 line the, the, the sequels the number the point, numbered right? movies yeah. right. Yeah. Um. Nothing landed for me in this movie. I thought it was ridiculous. It's honestly. I will say some of the best scenes in Star Wars are in this movie, but it doesn't make it good at all. Like, I think one of the coolest scenes in Star Wars is when they shoot the ship through, like, Snoke's ship. Like, right? When they, like, light, light speed through it. That's, yeah, that's, that was that's awesome. pretty cool. That's it. And the planet was really cool. The planet they fought on the red was really neat. That's right. Yep. Um, Rose is the worst character in Star Wars. Okay. Like, the worst character in Star Wars. Yeah. She's Ro- so annoying. Sure. I couldn't sure. stand her character. She had no justification for anything she did. Her, I don't know, she bugged, bugged me. Okay. Rose and Finn's adventure in the movie was pointless. Okay. The entire movie was just them sitting in space. It's boring. Uh, uh, Finn's argument with the Admiral after, okay, also, Leia, like, floating back in to the ship after she gets shot out was stupid. <laughs> oh, yeah. That was ridiculous. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'm really curious to see how they're going to bring her back in the next movie, though, because she didn't die. In this movie, and I thought she and, did. No, 
She didn't. She didn't die in the ep- in episode eight. And uh, yeah, I don't know how they're gonna have Carrie Fisher in the next movie. Um, but yeah, so. I thought that uh, Holdo, Admiral Holdo is the character and her, she's a lady with the pink hair. She was super obnoxious and like made everything difficult and like, I don't know, didn't justify her actions. So I couldn't stand her. Um, Nothing about this movie was fun for me. I I mean, like there were some fun scenes, I guess, but like nothing in this movie was interesting at all. Like when I, when they were on the, the, the casino planet and they saw the dogs racing, do you remember that? Yes, I do. I was like, oh man, we're going to get pod racing again. I'm hyped. And then they were like these dumb dogs and then like they didn't show it at all. And I was like, oh, this sucks. All right. But actually, wasn't that whole trip to that uh, casino planet kind of pointless? Yeah, it was completely pointless. In the end. Yeah. I mean, and that, that's that's the other thing I remember of being like, all right, why, what? Yeah, no. So in that movie, it's just, I don't know. Uh, Ryan Johnson tried his hardest, but he failed. I think. Which who? Uh, he sorry, is the writer it? and the director. Oh, writer. Okay. One. I was like, what uh, character? So <laughs> Ryan Johnson. Yeah, he's the writer and director of, of episode eight. All right. I think he did a bad job. I don't disagree with you. Uh, here's here's the reason I think that I gave it um, a leg up over episode, <laughs> episode one. one. <laughs> and I'm sure. And, and you know what? I bet episode one is probably like objectively probably a worse movie. Well, and here because and I think that episode one suffered from a. A number of different things. Okay. But um, also because I think number one, number one is the anticipation that people had at the point when it was released. Of eight? Or because episode one? at this point they had done the original trilogy. Oh, episode there one. There was okay. discussion. There was like out in the ether. People were like, wait, there are prequels? Yeah. They're going to make the prequels? When are they going to make the prequels? Wait, there's sequels too? There's like nine episodes? What do you mean? So it, it just started generating all this like excitement, right? And then episode one comes out, and it just kind of failed, right? <laughs> it just failed at a little bit of everything. Um, it wasn't all that interesting. It was, it was, it was very much Star Wars for a new generation. Like it just wasn't. It didn't have the same feel to my mind as uh, the original series. Uh, you know, Jar Jar Binks. Need do we have to talk anymore about Jar Jar? But I, like, honestly, I will say this: while yeah. Jar Jar is terrible, I won't yeah. disagree with that. Uh, I think the Ewoks are just as ridiculous as Jar Jar. The Ewoks are ridiculous. I'm not. This is. I'm not. I, I, hey, I haven't said anything about the Ewoks I, yet. I, I know. I know. But I'm just saying. Like, I think that like every Star Wars has something kind of terrible about it, or like not terrible, but like there's something that's just kind of ridiculous. Jar Jar sucks. The Ewoks are ridiculous. I wouldn't say the Ewoks suck, but they're ridiculous. Jar Jar's a little racist though, which makes him worse. Yeah. Um. And then. Um. And I mean. And then. Plus, like, what was the main? And I, you know, maybe I'm just forgetting. But like, what were the cool, the cool scene, the quote unquote cool scenes were like pod racing. The pod racing's so cool. I don't know. I love pod racing. I don't know. Oh my God. Pod racing's amazing. Yeah. It didn't really do it for me, which is why it's at the bottom, right? So pod racing is awesome. Whereas I think that in episode eight, there were like cooler scenes, which is why I put it up there. Now, granted, we're still at the bottom of the list. So don't get me wrong. Like, you know. But that's 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 my reason for flipping them the way that okay. you flip. Okay. Do you have do you dis- do you disagree with me on any th- my problems with episode eight though? Not necessarily. Well, <clears throat> all of that's fine. Like I, at this point, I take the new Star Wars to be, you know, I just don't approach them in the same way that I approach and Star here, Wars. Here's the last thing I'll say about the new Star Wars. Yeah, they yeah. feel there's something missing in them, and I think it's Disney. That I think Disney has taken something out of Star Wars. I I agree with that. I also think though that that some people had a problem in number eight because I think it's in number eight where what is like two things that actually happen that are kind of outside of like the Jedi powers, which is like the um, projection of oneself, 
Oh, right? yeah. Where, like, Luke oh, yeah, projects Luke. himself. Yeah, that was kind of dumb. Which is, like, it was a cool scene, don't get me wrong, but, like, you're kind of playing now with, like, accepted... Accepted Star Wars ...powers canon. of the Jedi, yeah. you know? And, like, that's going to upset a lot of people. Yeah. There was um, another thing, too, that, that either he did... Was it something in time? Was he also able to, like... I don't think he did anything in time. Well, he was, like, younger because he projected... time? Yeah, it was, like, that's just sort of, like astral projection or whatever. I mean, I think the other thing that was jumping the shark was that Leia got sucked into space and then like floated back yeah. in. Yeah. <laughs> See, and, like those kind of it's things, like, It felt like right? a Disney princess moment. Yeah. I was like, this is dumb. Uh, so, that, yeah. That's fine. So I, I will say, so the reason I think episode one, Phantom Menace is cool, mm-hmm. the music is like, great in that movie. Yeah. The music is so good. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to just let you just <laughs> keep going. <laughs> I can't. Keep um, it going, buddy. The Darth Maul is a cool villain. Darth Maul is cool. Don't get yeah. And the lightsaber battle is cool. cool. Qui Gon Jinn is awesome. I love Qui Gon Jinn. I like Qui Gon Jinn as well. I love Liam Neeson's. Great. (laughs) Fine. Um, I have no problem with any of that. The pod racing is awesome. Okay, I'm not so sure. Pod racing is amazing. All right. Um, I mean, don't get me wrong. There are some bad acting in the prequels is rough. It's, it's rough. Real, the worst acting in Star Wars is the prequels. I, I think episode two. Well, is, wait a second. Really? <laughs> I think episode two is the worst acting because I cannot stand, and I don't even remember his name. Who's the new guy? The new guy who's like going through the suffering with daddy problems. What? Adam Driver. Adam. Oh, Adam Driver. Adam Driver. Don't like him. I love Adam Driver. Sucks the life out of every scene. Oh no! I just think I- just like Kristen Stewart for me. Just although you know what, I've actually come to appreciate Kristen Kristen Stewart a little bit more, but like Adam Driver, uh, no, I'm not love, doing it for me. I love Adam Driver. I think Adam Driver does a great job. Now, don't get me wrong, Adam. If you're out there, you're listening. I'm happy to have a coffee with you. I'm just not a fan of your acting. I think Adam Driver is fantastic. Nope. I'm very surprised. I I, I think Adam Driver is a great actor. This herein lies. Probably, I'm really excited. I'm really excited for his newest movie. Here in uh, fine, we're actually getting <laughs> to my next tier because I've got right. episode seven, the next worst. Sure, yeah, yeah. And yours is not far off. Mine's the seventh worst. All right, we're gonna debate about two, okay. episode two. So, so my but but let me just get this take off my chest because I feel like Star Wars has gotten a little too emo <laughs> when it's gone to Disney. <laughs> Prove me wrong. I kind of like that. <laughs> Prove me wrong. I don't think you're wrong. That's it's funny. like, my dad doesn't like me, and life is suffering. And yeah, I get it. People are suffering out there. I just don't want it in my Star Wars. Have there always been daddy issues? I'm sure I'm going to get pushback from this. Yes. But like the way that it unfolded, it wasn't like Luke was like, my dad doesn't accept me. No, he's like, there's this process of discovery of like learning who your dad is. Like that's that's very different than I know who my dad is and I'm going to rebel because I'm a teenager and I have angst. Well, okay. I think he rebelled because Luke tried to kill him. Well, that's on Luke. <laughs> okay. You know? Um, which I thought was actually fine in episode eight. I didn't really dislike that that story arc. But um, still episode eight sucks. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Adam Driver, I think is a very good actor. That's all I got to say. I think yeah. that he did a good job. And I, I think a lot of people are like one or the other way about him. So. Well, and here's here's what I think. I you know he he also for me suffers a little bit from the fact that I first saw his like major his first major role in Girls, oh. and I don't really like him in that either. Okay. He becomes sort of like likable later in a weird way, but Girls has this. Well, I don't want to get into a Girls discussion, but. Uh, he, it suffers this, from that because I, I like his character kind of filters over to his Star Wars r- wars role for me, okay. um, and I just I don't know. Uh, it just I really you know. like so I really liked him in Inside Llewyn Davis or Llewellyn Davis, and I also yeah. really liked him in um, uh, Logan Lucky. 
I haven't seen that. Very good. And then I'm really excited because he's going to be in uh, um, the new Don Quixote film. Oh, okay. Yeah. So sure. anyway, Adam Driver. Uh, okay. So next one on next one on your list is uh, so Attack of the Clones is one that we definitely have some disagreement on because that's we do. mine. And and actually, and I will say this: Attack yeah. of the Clones used to be my favorite Star Wars movie. Interesting. When I was like a like a little kid. Interesting. Yeah. Um, it is not anymore. And the only reason, I mean, like, okay, I will argue that Attack of the Clones has the worst acting in all of Star Wars. Have you tried to rewatch it recently? There's bad acting. It's I'm not saying really okay, rough. listen, listen. What I've basically done, I mean, and this is where we get into like what the criteria is, because we are now entering into my area of the on the list that is kind of lumped for yeah, me. Sure. And this goes all the way up to Rogue One. Okay. For me. Uh the original trilogy you'll note is my top three. Uh and there's there's reasons for that, both personal and, you know, preferential. Okay. But this group of like solo Rogue One episode two and three for me, um, I may be misremembering, but I, there are certain things that I do remember from episode two that are just kind of cool. Oh yeah, I think like, that episode two has one of the has probably the coolest battle scene in it because it's just like the forces are just like smashing against each other. All right? that stuff. I mean, this, awesome. This and it, the way it ramps up, right? Exactly. So you've got like. Clone production is happening, right? Like outside the purview of the Senate, right? So that's right. Isn't he mm -hmm. producing yep. the clones for this thing? Um, Anakin, uh, his mother is kidnapped and he goes on this, uh, slaughters the Tuscan Raider village and like gets that's his mom back. episode three. No. Yes. It's not because I just watched recaps before we started recording. I'm pretty sure that's episode three. No. <laughs> I think you're wrong. Anyways, there's also the um uh the like um okay, fine. I'll just skip over the other stuff, but like uh the gladiator scene, which is like the, Okay, the, so that's the that's the thing where I'm like, yeah, it ramps up, right? It's the four yeah. of them or it's 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 a couple it's Anakin, Obi-Wan and 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 uh Padme. Padme yep. fighting the the monsters, which is cool. Yep. Jedi come down, all of a sudden like Exactly. stuff starts going down. That ramps up to like all of a sudden like this clone army is just like flying down from the sky and yeah. all of a sudden like these like gross like cockroach creatures are like whipping out like droids and all of a sudden you're like, "Oh god." And there's just these crazy battle scenes. And mm -hmm. what's cool is like I love that they're on the battlefield and they're like like the clones are like talking to the Jedi and like they're doing strategy and stuff. Yeah. Super cool. Very cool. And then also I think the reason that I put it up there was the Yoda battle scene. <laughs> because this okay. was a moment. So people with, have problems with this scene. They probably do, but I'm telling you, like the moment when that that when that scene happens, and like everybody wanted it. Because <laughs> Everyone wants Yoda, to especially because be if you you know because all we had never known of Yoda was this kind of charismatic, uh, you know, grumpy little aging Jedi guy, right? But like had lived for so many years and was this Jedi master. And when you finally see it and you see what he's capable of, it is just really cool. Yeah. When and he so just the, like, yeah, just he's like the scene around. of him, he kind of enters in and people are like, I remember being in the theater and like people cheering like, yeah, like get it yoga. Like, yeah. get it. did I say yoga? Sorry. Get it Yoda. You're right, by the way. I'm wrong about the Tuscan Raiders. Yeah. It is episode so two. anyways. And then Annika. Um, Annika. Anakin uh, marries Padme at the end. That's yeah, dumb. Yeah, fine. Um, um, that movie. So why is it at the bottom? So okay, how did you go from one of your favorite Star Wars now to your third worst? One of my favorite Star Wars. You said earlier. You said didn't oh, you, oh, didn't oh, you say oh, Attack oh, of the yeah. Clones was your favorite Star to, Wars? Yeah, when I was a kid. So yes, what yes, changed? Because yes. now it's at the bottom of your list. Um, I think I rewatched it. <laughs> okay. And I think I realized that the acting is is not great. Um, and I also think that 
there are a lot of like weird steps in that movie where like the like or scenes that don't need to be in there that are kind of just like what like what's the scene where they're like in the factory and he gets his like arm like like soldered to like a conveyor belt and then like Padme almost gets lava dropped on her and R2D2 has to like I think that was kind of silly and just like okay and then um uh I I think that the the whole it was poorly executed the way that like the movie ended. It was just kind of like this way to like be like, look at all these Jedi and all the cool stuff that they do. But I don't know. I, I didn't. I didn't think that the. I, honestly, I think the biggest problem with that movie for me is the acting. Okay, fine. I think and, the acting. Is I just do think garbage. that you're right. That I think throughout the the entire prequel trilogy, the acting. I think episode right. three steps it up a bit with the acting. All right. But um, yeah. So that was it. I mean, I'm glad that the episode that episode uh, two got rid of the um, got rid of Jar Jar's. Pretty much entirely. <laughs> I yeah. mean, he was like in it a couple scenes. He I was think. A little bit, yeah. But yeah, there were. Yeah, I don't know. I didn't really care about the love story between Anakin and Padme. I think was. Like, but it had, you know it had to happen. It did have to happen. Yeah. I mean, there, there are like those moments where it's like you you either judge it by, you know, the script or you judge it by the execution. Yeah. You know. So okay, and it's five for you though. This Attack of the Clones is fifth. One, two, three, four, five. Yeah. Wow, that's really surprising. So it's well, eight for me. And like I said, yeah. And so Force Awakens is eight for you. Um. The new. Eight, yes. And then Force Awakens is seven for me. So they're Force Awakens. So pretty much, that's pretty close. And I'm I'm not gonna I don't, I don't think Force Awakens is a bad movie, but I think that it just didn't really do a lot to like get me. Like when Force Awakens came out, that was like the first Star Wars movie for me that it's like the new Star Wars is coming yeah, yeah, out. Because yeah. like right, because the, the prequels were when I was a kid, and then I was like, we're never gonna get any more Star Wars other than some animated stuff. And now all of a sudden, like Disney bought Star Wars. I remember I was like a freshman in high school and I was like, oh my God, there's gonna be more Star Wars movies. I'm hyped about this. Yeah. And I think that came out when I was a freshman in college. Yeah. And so like my entire high school career, I'm like, I'm gonna get a new Star Wars soon. Like I'm so excited. And sure. then it came out and I was like, yes, Star Wars. And I was like, oh, it's fine. <laughs> yeah. I was like, this feels like a I, Disney movie. It's the way that I feel. I mean, it's fine. It was fine. Uh, that that said, I mean, I did. There's some great movies. There's some great scenes in that great movie. Great scenes. Too. And it looks it looks pretty good. I think it's you yeah. Know, it I think really that the production is fine, but Yeah, oh yeah, yeah, I totally agree. I think that it just if there's again, it's a Disney there's a Disney thing in there that kind of takes the magic of Star Wars out for me. Which is interesting because in some ways, like you could look at the at certainly episode one and say that's the most Disney. Yeah, oh, Star yeah. Wars. Oh, you know, yeah. It wasn't even Disney at that point. Yeah. You know, it was just too. Eh, whatever. Yeah. We've already talked about that. Okay, yeah. working our way up. What, what do you got next? So, Three. Yeah, I like it. it just episode seven. Kind of forgettable as a Star Wars movie. Anyway, it's yeah, it's fine. Uh, uh, so right. uh, my six, my six is your seven. Revenge of the Sith. So three, yeah, exactly. So what do you remember episode from that? Three. Because I had to look up. You had to look like, it up. So well, episode three, I think, has some really cool things in it. I think, like design wise. It was awesome, and so and episode three was um, was uh, was Lucas, but also it was um, Hales, I believe, was the was the other writer for that movie, and mm. he's done some other really cool stuff that I don't remember off the top of my head. I'll have to look it up. Okay, but um, so episode one was just Lucas, and I think it kind of comes across. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm sorry, Hales did episode two, I think. I don't know. So Whatever. anyway, the prequels are like all Lucas, but like the original trilogy and the new ones are like. Is not as much George Lucas, and I think that that helps. <laughs> but episode three, um, buzz droids, super cool. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. The design of the Jedi starfighters, super cool. Yes. The way the clones turned, oh, Order sixty six killed me. Yeah. I was crushed, but it was great too. Like yeah. you knew it. 
Episode three is so dark. It is very dark. <laughs> and I love dark movies. I mean, like, yeah. I think we know that, right? Like, every time I'm like, I love this movie, it's like, because it's super messed up and dark. I mean, like, one of my favorite movies is is um, No Country for Old Men. Well, and it's it's interesting because, like, uh, when I just took, like, little bits of notes on episode three, like, all I'm just looking down my list and it's all just kind of badass stuff. Just awesome. Like, Ewan McGregor General, is great. General Grievous. Oh, General Grievous is so cool. General Grievous is really he cool. He has, like, that, like, crazy, like, like wheel bike oh man and he's got the arms the arms kenobi he's a cool he's a cool villain oh yeah uh count dooku is finally killed darth tyrannus you mean yes darth tyrannus yes (laughs) uh sidious corrupts anakin yeah it's i think it's cool i mean there are definitely i mean the for those like really deep super fans or i guess people that are in the into the 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 prequel memes culture there's the mm-hmm. uh the have you heard the darth plagueis the wise speech <laughs> which is where he talks about his his master and stuff it's just like this dumb speech it's in episode three but it's pretty funny mm. um no episode three's just got i mean the wookies again when i was um let's see 2000 and when did it come out 2003 i think it's 2005 five yeah five. I, think, I think episode two came out in 2002 05 was 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 when episode three came no out. wouldn't it have been 2001 2003 2005 99 Oh, okay. 99, 2002, 2005. Okay. So, yeah. Yep. Um, when So, I was uh, 10. Yeah. 11. This is like 10 or 11 at the time. Uh, and again, when I saw Chewbacca, I just screamed in the theater, Chewbacca. <laughs> I was so excited. Like, the battle on Kashyyyk was awesome. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. It was so cool. And, like, you got to see, like, all of these, like, kind of snippets of battles going on throughout the Clone Wars. Yeah, that you get it's aw- it's so cool. As a matter of fact, I think it started in episode two. But the other cool um, kind of alien species is the um, uh, you know like the water planet. Yeah, Camino. Camino. Yeah, yeah, Camino. With the clone people. Yeah, exactly. Camino. Yeah, exactly. Oh, very, very cool. Very cool. Um, I will say th- the best part of the prequels is the political backstory that happens throughout them. It's really interesting. Lots of politics. It's great. Which it's is just, cool. It, yeah, if they focused on that, it, one, it wouldn't have been like a very good Star Wars movie, but like it would have been, I think, a really good movie, like political movie, like looking at this like space politics that's going on and like how it's all working and like they have like maybe we, pseudo, maybe. they have like we should totally do like a politics of Star Wars episode. Like there's a pseudo government set up in Episode One with like with Queen Amidala and yeah. stuff. It's so cool. Maybe we should do. I mean, now that House of Cards is probably not yeah. happening, we should do like. Uh, the politics star wars of cards or something <laughs> sure something like that they are finishing house of cards by the way they are without i know Kevin Spacey, yeah, yeah without spacing um yeah. but yeah and so i think episode three kind of wraps up all of the politics actually kind of nicely i think it kind of i think it's really cool um and i think like the fun part is you just get to see a bunch of really fun planets i mean you get to see you get to see uh uh, uh mustafar which is like the lava planet I have the high ground, Anakin. Like they're like when like Anakin's like going into the lava, just screaming. Like this is messed up, but it was, it was great. It's like when you see Darth Vader for the first time in the prequels too. Yeah, nice. So, yeah. yeah, well, I'm actually just looking. I mean, we don't. It's funny because you said originally that our top ten lists are pretty different, and really like well, where, where was Solo? Well, Solo now was my next one. So what 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 is Solo? What number? Uh, Solo is uh, one, two, three, four, six. five, six. So it's yeah. four for me. I guess it's closer than I thought. Yeah. Yeah, Solo's up there. So I mean, Solo beat out Return of the Jedi. <laughs> oh yeah, not for me. Yeah, <laughs> but and I think that that's just because I didn't grow up with it, and like I mean, I grew up with watching it, but it wasn't 
I don't know, I also grew up with the prequels, right? So I saw four, five, and six, and then like right after that I saw one, two, and three, and I didn't couldn't discern what a bad movie was at the age of, you know, eight. Sure. And sure. so I was like, these are all great. Yeah. And I think that the other ones like kind of appealed to me more because there was more action and it was better looking in, yeah. uh, from like the perspective of an eight-year-old. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that those appealed to me more. So episode five has always kind of fallen to the wayside for me. Yeah. Solo is really- I'm sorry, not episode five, episode six, Return of the Jedi. Oh, yeah. Because episode five is great. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, yeah, so I think Solo is my next one. Uh, oh, you and you have Return of the Jedi next. Right? Uh, yeah, my num- so your six is Solo. My number six is, uh, oh, is Revenge of the Sith. Yeah, which is episode three. But uh, then, right. then, then it's Return of the Jedi. Yeah, so, exactly. Yeah, Return of the Jedi is number five for me. It's right in the middle. Uh, why? Uh, again, because it, it falls to the wayside for me. I don't think it's as good as episodes... Four and five. I'm sorry. I keep saying five. Episode six is number five for me. <laughs> so the last. You're talking about on your on your list. On my list. Yeah. I know. I know. We're getting confusing here. I'm just so, going. I'm just going going down the list. I'm I not know. concerned with the numbers so anymore. So Return of the Jedi but, is right in the middle for me. All right. So I think we should talk about that a little bit because I have Jedi as number two, and in fact, there was a time that I had in, I had switched it with Empire as number one. Okay. I think Return of the Jedi is great. I like Return of the Jedi a lot. I love Return of the Jedi. I just think that some of the other Star Wars movies appeal to me more. Okay, but that's not really much of a debate if we say okay. that like yeah, all the sure. movies are great. So like, yeah. why is Jedi down there? You just didn't approach, you know, because for me, right? Let me just, uh, maybe I'll extol yeah, the yeah. virtues give, give me, of Jedi. Give me, give me yours, yeah. So many cool things happen. So num- number one is like Jabba's palace, Jabba's palace yeah. and infiltrating Jabba's palace and the kind of rescue of Han, which is really cool. It's like a fun, like, it's kind of heisty. It's very, it's it's a little yeah it's a little heisty but it's also then when Luke finally arrives as like a Jedi, Jedi you know what I mean you get, like you get Jedi Luke for the first yeah time. you get Jedi Luke for the first time and he's not perfect at it and yet he comes back with this new kind of mastery of he's got the green lightsaber yeah exactly and he just he has a presence about him which is very different from the Luke obviously in four and five mm-hmm. okay uh, which is really cool so all that's happening. Uh, you get obviously the the confrontation between you know at the end between Luke and Vader, uh, which is a really kind of cool, um, you know, cool interaction, cool cool kind of. What am I trying to say? You know, it's basically like a cool story part. You know, where Vader eventually picks up the Emperor, takes the brunt yeah, well, of that, and blah blah. I mean, blah. I think that Episode Six is the it wraps up the Star Wars story really nicely. It does. And then we get episode 7 and 8. Now, <laughs> we also have the Ewoks, which were mentioned earlier. I I don't think that the Ewoks are horrible, but I think they're it's a, it was it, that was a jump the shark moment for Star Wars well, for sure. Well, and what ended up happening was there was a spin-off like the Ewoks <laughs> adventure <laughs> it was like a Christmas like, special too. I'm pretty sure there was. The yeah. Ewoks became like a thing. It's to be- sell toys. That's yeah, why they, be- they were exactly. that's why they were there. They and that's and that's why Porgs were in the last movie. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. But I thought they were fine, and they think C three PO is God, which is or like really, a God, which is which is really funny. I I, didn't, I actually forgot about that until I watched the recap of the yeah, movie. <laughs> yeah, but it is hilarious that yeah. Oh, is. and it's also where Luke learns that there's another Skywalker. Yoda dies. Yoda dies. I mean, his final breath is like there is another Skywalker. Oh, you no, know the puppet, and then we kind of figure it out. Um, I think that B wings are really cool, and that's the first time you get to uh, see B wings B- are cool. Like yep. B wings are like such an interesting design if you think about it. Plus the big space battle, it's a yeah. trap. Yeah, you do. It's a it's trap. a trap. Um, I think that, um, I think that episode five is a lot better 
on episode six. All right. Well, do we want to jump there? I mean, we're kind of jumping over. We're because... jumping over a lot of stuff there. Why don't we? Okay. What we already talked a little bit about Solo, so I think without any spoilers, let's uh, yeah, just. Yeah. And the, is there anything like else said, we want to say Solo about it? Solo could <clears throat> could move around in my my list. Um, but but that, yeah, it's four for me. That being said, I think Solo could move up. Yeah, I think maybe I, not down. I think for me, Solo would move down, if not stay the same. But I yeah, Solo is really strong. Well, I was I was genuinely blown away. Like I, at how at how I was not expecting it to be that good, except for the first fifteen minutes, which I, I I don't fully agree with. Okay. Um. Uh. So how about our spoiler review uh, on Patreon? Exactly. Find out why. <laughs> uh. So hey, how about this? Because I'm almost thinking I was almost gonna rank Solo above Rogue One. I Rogue One is number two for me. Exactly. Rogue One is the second best Star Wars. Uh, gosh. Okay, wait. We're getting are... to a point where we're really jumping around. Yeah, yeah. Let's yeah. like take a time out. Let's like find out where we're at. Okay. Have we talked about Return of the Jedi enough? I think so. I don't think I've given my reasoning actually for why it's five. I think again, it's more of just its timeline for me watching it as a kid. Right. Okay. It, that one fell by the wayside compared to the other ones, which just had way more memorable things for me. I think that Return of the Jedi just doesn't have enough memorable stuff. To like stand out compared to episodes four and episodes five. Okay. I think episode four, obviously, like it's the first. It, it establishes everything, and and that's why it's my number one. And we'll get into that later. But in episode five has has um Cloud City. It's got uh Hoth. Yep. It's when you're introduced to Yoda. I think yep. those things are much much more impactful for me than wrapping up Yoda's story than like wrapping up the Star Wars story, I think the introduction of things is better than the conclusion for me. Because I think that as a kid, the conclusion was just kind of like, sure, these things are all, like, it's all over and done with, but, like, I just want more. Yeah. And, like, as a kid, it fell to the wayside in that regard. Okay. And also, I think that the battle of Endor with the with the Ewoks is kind of a lackluster battle because it's really just Han Solo, like, shooting people. And I'm like, this dude's taking on an army? Like what? I remember even as a kid, I was like, "This is a little bit surprising." <laughs> like, wow, this one dude and some teddy bears are taking <laughs> down like an army. I think you're you're underestimating the Ewoks a little bit. Uh, maybe I am. I mean, I they apologize. they did take a you know they threw some rocks and it, some <laughs> big big rocks. <laughs> oh, but they also have like the 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 um, logs the logs that crush well, the ATATs. Yeah, the ATATs. Yeah, I'm sorry. STs. Yes, exactly. I was <laughs> I was almost gonna say ATATs, but uh, yeah, the ATSTs. Yes. Yeah, yeah. All right. So, so that's, that's why it's right in the middle for me. All right, fine. So we've done that. Let's move up the list. Um, let's talk about let's talk about, uh, let's talk about Rogue One and why it's my number two. All right. And why Go it's ahead. your number four. Yeah. It's so fun. It's so fun. The characterization of that movie is terrible. <laughs> I'll just I'll I'll be the first to say it. I, all of the side characters suck. Okay. They don't suck. Like they just don't get any like they don't get any screen time. But like I wanted more from all of them, and I think that that's great. Okay. And, and like I just I love what it shows about the rebellion that it, they're not always the good guys like at the beginning of the movie like um um the, the captain guy like shoots their informant in the back and like i think what it show it shows really an, an interesting perspective that i love i love that you kind of get the other side of the coin like you're not seeing that they're really the bad guys but i i think it makes things a little bit more ambiguous it bring, brings up a lot of questions Depends on your perspective, right? Yeah, and, and I love revolution this. is going to be violent. Yeah, yeah, and I I so. like that. I just I like that it shows like revolution is not like this clean thing that it kind of was in episodes four, five, and six. Right, and it's all glory. It's just kind of like episodes kind of... four, five, and six are just two governments fighting, essentially. Right, the rebellion is like I guess the underdogs, but then you never feel that. 
But the, yeah, they're 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 well developed. Yeah, they're a well developed yeah, rebellion, well developed, and yeah. and I think in 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 Rogue One you don't get that. The Scarif's amazing. I mean, oh my god, the battle is just epic. Yeah, very it's cool. so cool. I love the characters. I love what they did with everything. I love the. Uh, there were a couple things that I didn't like, and maybe Rogue One is just because it's so fresh for me, and I've 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 rewatched that movie like probably like ten times. I'm not gonna lie, it's just so fun. And it's got this Star Wars feel, but it's just, it's gritty. And I love, again, I love me some gritty movies. Love the grit. Love the tying back into the similar aesthetic that existed yeah. in the first because of the same time, right? It yeah. had to be that look that way. And maybe that's it too. It, it's a modern take on an old aesthetic. Yeah, exactly. It's just more polished. Yep. Uh, now, how would you respond? Because one of the, the better takes that I heard uh, was from a friend of of mine and uh, ours, at least certain uh, other listeners out there, uh, Keith, Keith Justice Hayward. I don't know He's Keith. out there. You don't know Keith. Maybe we should have Keith on at some point to sure. talk. Keith said, Keith's take was, um, I don't need to see every side story oh, yeah. that exists in sure. the script. So like this one kind of like throwaway line or whatever that existed in the original trilogy, which is like a small band of rebels have, has obtained these plans or whatever. Mm-hmm. And like his his idea was that like, because I can take that line and I can imagine for myself, sure, right, what it is. But now that we get Rogue One, he's like, I don't need to see that. I don't I don't need to see that. How would you respond? Um, I don't think that he's wrong at all. But I I don't think that that doesn't mean that people want don't want that, right? Oh, they're certainly gonna watch it. I mean, I was surprised when they announced that that was the movie that the like the spinoff movie they were gonna do. I remember yeah. when they announced it, I was like, "That's that's the first Star Wars spinoff." Like, yeah, that seems kind of weird. And we're gonna get another spinoff too, right? Uh, Boba Fett was just announced. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, where's where's my Obi Wan spinoff? That's all I want. I I you McGregor wants to do it. Make it happen, Disney. Hey oh. I'm just saying. I know you know Disney execs listen to this podcast. Yes, um, I'm sure. I mean, the fans have been begging for an Obi Wan spinoff. They got to be doing it. But um, anyway, I was surprised, and I, 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 what I kind of like though is that it is a smaller story that, honestly, a lot of people I don't think think about. That was never yeah. something. That was never a story that I really developed in my head that much. That's kind of where I got after he said it. I'm like, that's a really good i. That's a really good um, take, right? That's I, a good I, point, and I, he makes a good point. It, it, that was something that I thought about. It is a really good point, but then the the kind of the pushback and pushback. I haven't talked to him about it since. But <laughs> Keith, I would respond to you just by saying that yeah, I mean, I think that a lot of people don't think about it. You know what I mean? Yeah. No. And if they don't, then they are going to be interested to know a little bit more about and that like, part I would of the universe. S- I would say like I'm a hardcore Star Wars fan. Like I love Star Wars, and that's not something that I w- that I really gave a lot of thought to. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I. Again, I was surprised when they announced it. I love small stories. I kind of love the personal narrative that you get and how it ties back into a much larger thing. But even in this larger, like, grand scope of the move, like, of all the movies, like, it's not like yes, they got the plans from this, but like they, I don't know, like it just it feels small. It doesn't feel like it was that big, in 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 terms of like these characters. That's yeah, it's interesting because it's a major. It is. A major. Plot it's a point. major convenience in episode four when yes. they when they yes. have the plans, yes. right? Well, also uh, really cool animating uh, both Tarkin and Princess Leia. Yeah, yeah, that's also true. the scene with Darth Vader where he's just slicing fools. 
Oh my yeah, god, that's true. Oh that my was, god, that was cool. was, he, he like puts a dude on the ceiling and just cuts him in half. Yeah, it was brutal. <laughs> that was that was straight out of uh, the Tuscan Raiders village. Yeah, no, I think that episodes three and episode and 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 Solo, or I mean, I'm not Solo. Rogue One and Episode Three are the darkest Star Wars movies, and I love Rogue One for the darkness that it went that it like it grabbed, the personal stories that you got, and I, I like the side characters a lot, even though you didn't get their story. Interesting. Um, the only uh, my own, the the dude that was like a robot, that was played by um. Oh boy, now I'm gonna forget his name. He's yikes. a great actor, Forrest Whitaker. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Forrest yeah, in the yeah, it, he, that was dumb. <laughs> yeah, just like I, Forrest Whitaker's a, character was dumb, and that like kind of side plot was kind of silly. But the rest of it was great. Yeah, um, yeah. So that's why it's right. my number two. I just I don't know why, but it's just maybe it's because it's so fresh. Like I said, just love sure. it. I just love it. Sure. All right, so we got two left to discuss. We've already talked a little bit about Empire. Yeah. But that's third on your list. Third on my list. It's number one on my list. Yeah. I think what you mentioned earlier about the reasons that it's such a great movie are very similar for me. Yeah, it's got Hoth is an amazing battle. Hoth is an amazing battle. The Walkers, the AT-ATs, like all of that, right? Uh, the uh, having to cut open the oh the tauntaun know, the tauntaun to stay warm yeah I mean all of that stuff it was just kind of like nice and gritty plus then exploring other planets I think in in this one it was really great because in episode four you did get different planet planetary yeah, systems you get, you get Cloud City you got Dagobah you got Hoth well but not in not in four sorry oh, not I'm in sorry. New Hope I'm sorry but yes. then once you get to five you start exploring the galaxy, the galaxy a little bit more yeah. and I think that was really cool because then you're like oh that is cool like what if there's like this ice planet and there we know that there are right out there maybe not inhabitable but you get the point it's when it um, expanded everyone's view of Star Wars exactly exactly not only that but then of course the major reveal the Luke I am your father yes losing of the hand I mean just so many things Dagobah ugh, it just was it's just really it's really good. Giant space worms. Giant space worms. That's right. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. Parking. Parking on a meteor. <laughs> yeah. I do like how they just like went outside inside of a giant space worm, which was just in space. Like there's like an atmosphere within right. the worm. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> um, it's like oh, it's really wet in here. <laughs> yeah. Um, no. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I mean, episode five was like the dark, gritty Star Wars that. Yeah. That episode. That that like that people were not. I don't think ready for, but it, I I don't know. I didn't grow up in that time. And the end is so great when he's just like literally. So it was dang- eighty, right? Nineteen eighty was when 80. episode five yep. came out. Yeah, yep. just like dangling off the thing, Cloud City. Oh just yeah. Like, just like, you know, man, world is just wrecked at that yeah. point. Well, and that was the first. That when that was that was when Lucas brought in Lawrence Kasdan. Yeah. So that's like when you we get like. The, the man, the myth, the legend, the the writer of Mumford, Lawrence Kasdan. That's right, of Mumford fame. Of Mumford yes. fame, Lawrence Kasdan. <laughs> um, Solid. All right. Yeah. So anything else to say about Empire? Otherwise, let's talk episode four. My my number one. Why? It was the first one I saw. I was four years old. It got me into, not only did it get me into Star Wars, it when's got the, me into when's movies. When's the last time you watched episode four? Uh, probably like a year and a half ago. Okay. Probably, probably about, yeah, probably about 16 um, months ago. Here's the thing. I get it. And it's up there for me, too. Original trilogy's up there for me. Well, a lot of people say episode five is better than episode four, and I'm not going to disagree with them. Well, okay, no, that that's perfectly fine. But I'm just talking about, like, when I was making my list, I almost moved episode four down. Really? And it would have been heretical of me. I understand. I mean, you could. Who but, cares? But that's the thing. Like, I thought Rogue having, One is number two. <laughs> having, like, r- relatively recently gone back and watched number four, the cool stuff is... The introduction of everything, like you said, um, 
the initial flight, you know, to blow up the Death Star. Yeah. Amazing. Amazing. Don't get me wrong. All that's very cool. Even just like on Tatooine and, you know, meeting the, Han the Solo. Bar. Yeah. All that stuff. Um, Han shot first? <laughs> yes. Yes, exactly. Well, it depends. Yeah. We're not talking about digital revisions here. <laughs> whatever. We will, does... say, we will say that. The digital revisions are... Well, mm. whatever. I yeah. mean, it's like, all right, fine. Put something new in there for people but to watch. Awkward but... CGI in an old movie from 1977. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I would just say that, you know, but, oh, and I guess, you know, they get trapped in this the garbage pit. Yeah, the garbage uh, pit. Which is fun. You get, the yeah. first time I saw a stormtrooper, I was like, this is so cool. Oh. The first time you see Darth Vader is incredible. The I... first time you meet, like, Luke and... And, and Princess Leia and Han and Chewie, you meet all of these iconic characters that have just gone, that just part of my soul, I feel like. <laughs> it is really interesting. Like, just the way that it begins is amazing. Yeah. With the Karelian Corvette being tra- chased by the Imperial Star Destroyer and then boarding the ship. All that is very cool. Yeah. No. Uh, Aunt Baru, this oh. R2 unit's got a bad motivator. <laughs> yeah. Drinking some blue milk on yeah. Tatooine. Oh, God. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, so, but all of that aside, I'm not so sure, you know, okay, fine. I'm not sure about episode two on my list there, but like Rogue One Solo may be better than episode four for me. I don't know. Really? I don't okay. know. Okay. I don't know. No, and that's fine. I'm fine with that. Uh, it's a tentative take. It's not a hot take. Yeah. Uh, but anyways. It's a, it's a lukewarm take. It's a lukewarm take. It's a Luke Skywalker warm take. It's a Luke blue milk warm <laughs> It's a bantha milk warm take. <laughs> yeah. Um... Yeah, I, I, that's what I got. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Like, I just would like to give a shout out to the animated series by uh, Tarkovsky, who did Dexter's Laboratory and Dexter's Lab is great. And and Used and to be one of my favorites. Samurai Jack. Awesome. So this is the one in uh, 2003. Was the animated series in 2003 the on Cartoon Wars. Network, Star Wars: The Clone Wars. Yeah, it's so good. That was really good. Oh, it's the other ones are fine. I watched them. I don't have a problem with them. I have not seen the new one, Star Wars Rebels. Yeah. I have have, not seen that. But every time I see a picture of it, I hate how skinny the lightsabers are. I'm just saying. (laughs) If you look at a picture, the lightsabers are are super skinny, and it really bothers me. They're like sword skinny. It doesn't make sense. It's disturbing. It just bothers me. Um, (laughs) But... um, and then the other animated series where Anakin has a, a Padawan. I watched like the first two seasons when I was a kid. Never really grabbed me. Um, there are some good episodes there. I just never finished it. I, I, but I think that the Tarkovsky series is just, you get to see the clones in action. I mean, I don't know if you remember, like, there's the, the like, special unit of clones. Um, like the, I don't remember what they're called, like the 501st Legion or something. And they, like, infiltrate, like, you get Dirge, which mm. is, like, a villain that's really cool. And, like, yeah. he can't be killed because, like, you chop a limb off and it just, like, grows back. And, like, there's just great, 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 um... I may have to go back and rewatch those because I remember when they first came out, uh, we all watched them and it was it was it was great. We were like, "This is this is awesome." Like, this Fisto is really cool. like is like yeah. on uh is on the water planet and he like fights dude with bubbles like he like <laughs> shoots like force bubbles underwater. And the co- coolest scene in Star Wars, how to take care, is from that is when Mace Windu is on this planet and he like solo fights an army of droids and he loses his lightsaber because there's this thing like punching the ground. Which like uh, creates yeah. like earthquakes, and he like somehow loses his lightsaber in this mess, and he just like punches droids, 
and there's like a scene where he looks at a bunch of them, and like like opens his hand, all their bolts come out, and then he uses those bolts to like shred other droids. Oh yeah. Oh, it's so good. Real nice. Yeah. So anyway. Star Wars. Hey, Star Wars. This has been an incredibly nerdy episode. I could talk about it for another two hours. But we could. And we're going to. With the blast right shield now. down. Let's get how going. Am I... <laughs> <laughs> but Joey, with the blast shield down, how am I supposed to fight? <laughs> but, you know, redirect your shields to the, the rear. You know what's shields. funny about that? <laughs> is that, 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 I'm not, I can't remember what the name of the song is, but there's a, there's a punk band. They were called John Cougar Concentration Camp. Okay. And that's the lyrics are all from oh, Star, Star Wars. Wars. At least, like, with the blast shield down, how am I supposed to fight? Yeah. I think, so the first song I ever remember listening to is Two Princes by, by Spin Doctors. Yeah. One of the one of the second or third songs I remember listening to as a kid was My Mind the Syrianicum Guy by Weird Al Yankovic. I believe it is actually called The Story Begins, or The Saga Begins by Weird Al Yankovic. My, my, this here Anakin guy. Maybe <laughs> later he'll be Vader, but for now a small fry. Yikes. Dude, it's great. Uh, I thought you were going to go for the, um, uh, what's the name of the song that they play in uh Left in his the home canteen. and kissed his mommy goodbye. Biff, Sing and soon I'm going to be a Jedi. <laughs> soon I'm going to be a Jedi. I'm just going to let that lie there for a little bit. <laughs> Uh yeah yeah I forget I forget the name of the the guy but the in, cantina in song. the cantina yeah just, the Moss Eisley cantina I just called the cantina uh, song I don't know all right we're gonna have to look up the name of that band because yeah. I can't remember um, you want to do it right now well j- just look it up but right, uh, it's gonna come to me it's like Biff something or Biff the watch us struggle on air as Joey looks this up it just says uh Star Wars sound effects Moss Eisley Cantina music. Nope, that's not it. That's not official. That's just someone who doesn't know Star Wars. Ferg Figrin Dan and Model Nodes, also known as a Cantina band, is a fictional band from George Lucas's science fiction saga nope, Star Wars. No, there's no I I don't think that's it either. I don't know. <laughs> so fine. This look, has gone nowhere. Look it up later. All right. So let's watch some uh, we're going to do some resi- some emergent culture today. Yeah, we'll do some emergent culture. All right. Let's do some let's take a time out for some emergent culture and we'll be right back. And we're back. We're back. Right. So we just watched a trait. Well, we watched a trailer for uh, something that let's just say we hope it's is not, emergent culture. It's uh, yeah. I'm not sure if this is emergent or not. I, this actually, this is probably the best example of residual culture that I could think of. Not really emergent because it's not going to emerge ever. All right. So this was a trailer for a video game. Yeah. Uh, called Star Wars 1313. Yeah. Which apparently is not being made. No, it's not. Uh, once I believe the Disney acquisition happened around this time, and they canceled it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So it looked kind of cool. It looked like uh, what, like Halo meets it's Star like a Wars. Shooter. It's a, it's yeah. a, it's a third-person shooter. So I, yeah. So I think it's it's somewhat. You know, it's looked somewhat similar. What's, Was it a third person? It's third person. Yeah. Okay. What's cool about it is that the whole thing takes place on Coruscant. Yeah. And they go down to like the inner, the level thirteen, thirteen of Coruscant. Yeah. And like there's just another I mean it's just there's a city down there too. It's yeah. like where all the scum lives and stuff. Yeah. Sure, sure. Yeah, so they they're apparently on some sort of mission and then they end up getting uh all the way down to this like deep, 1313 deep inner core of a like basically just a city that's a planet. Yeah, so it's supposed to take place there and then it's like yeah, just looks like 
kind a of lot of action. Yeah, action, adventure, Star Wars stuff. Yeah, it just looks really cool. Which is interesting because some of the scenes, you know, um, for example, um, Mass Effect. Like, yeah. the, like mm-hmm. especially the most recent Mass Effect, Andromeda. Which Andromeda. Sucks, unfortunately. Yeah, that's what I've heard. I've got a friend who's playing it now who actually says it's not as bad as the reviews make it seem, but... The gameplay is very good. The story, I think, is really bad. Okay. <laughs> um, but... Uh, what was I going to say about that? It kind of reminded me a little bit of that, or like, y- yeah. well, to some degree, because they had the look. Yeah, that that similar look, that kind of space action. Yeah, kind but of it stuff. had the Star Wars, I think, feel. Right, but set it there. Yeah, you know, I wonder. You know, speaking of which, because like what, um, so uh, uh, Battlefront. Yeah, is kind of maybe what that had become they just turned it into a kind of not really battlefront's got some issues battlefront had a lot of issues that are way too much to get into i would say right now but basically like ea the company that made it like just tried to cash out on the star wars franchise and made everyone pissed off yeah well and it's that's my understanding is like the just to like level up or to get cards and stuff to pay for it it's just paying right yeah Yeah, which is real the bummer uh yeah the most recent star wars games have been kind of not in a great hands, I would say. Um, hopefully, they will get better, but who knows? Um, do you think do you think we'll ever get like a like a like a massive open RPG? For well, we used to have we we had that's the Old Republic. Oh yeah, yeah. And that's the Old Republic too. We're great, yeah. but they're old and dated. <laughs> and we, I want a new one. They they can make so much money that they just made a new one, but they just keep wanting to try to cash out, and it's unfortunate. But yeah. I'm really I'm you know come on Disney, get get with the Star Wars games. All right, there it, is. there uh, it is. So yeah, that's Star Wars. All right. I can't uh, believe we finally did a Star Wars episode. Yeah, finally a Star Wars episode in honor of the release of Solo. Um, and so next week, what are we going to be getting into, Joey? Well, we're getting a little meta next week. I know we, uh, in our description of our last episode, we said it was this week, but it's not. It's next week. We had to get that special Star Wars episode in. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, we're taking our first Patreon-suggested episode, and it's up. It's a, our podcast on podcasts. We're going to talk so, about podcasts next week. Podcasts, a podcast about podcasts. Yes, Residual Culture, a podcast about podcasts, at least for one episode. That's right. Maybe more. So Who thanks knows? to the uh, the Patreon supporters out there for uh, voting yeah. and for giving us that, that, that suggestion. So we're going to recommend then a podcast to each other. I think it'll be an interesting episode because I am relatively new to the podcast world. You have been doing I'm, this a while. Yeah, I'm pretty ingrained in the podcast yeah. world. All right, so why don't you give me a recommendation for so, next week? I'm going to give you, um, it is called uh, uh, Philosophize This. Okay, Philosophize This. Yeah. So that's my recommendation for you. All right. And uh, so, like I said, I'm still relatively new to this, but I do know that you are a fan of Gimlet. Yes. Podcasts, Gimlet Media stuff. So I looked up, they've got this new one called uh, Habitat or The Habitat. Yeah, The Habitat. Okay. So why don't you give that one a listen? And then we will come back next week and get meta. All right. Sounds good. Podcast about podcasts next week. Uh, Special thanks to everybody out there. Again, you can find us on social media, uh, Twitter, Facebook. Facebook group is probably the most active. So Yeah. I'm trying to be more active on the Twitter and Instagram too, but, you know, there's a lot of social. Social media takes a while. It does. But, uh, yeah. So do that. You can also become a patron on Patreon by searching for Residual Culture Podcast. Get uh, access to all of our uh, exclusive content, yeah, et cetera, our, et cetera. Our music is uh, Finder by People With Bodies. And also you can email us at residualculturepodcast at gmail.com if you want to uh, tell Ben and I why our lists are wrong. <laughs> or just post on our Facebook or whatever. Uh, that's right. All right. Uh, well, uh, this has been Residual Culture. I'm Ben Birkenbein. I am Joey Lovato. And get into it. Optimism.